You're listening to The Stephen Toriello Show, building a platform of liberty for people in search of truth with a dash of hope and a life worth living. The Stephen Toriello Show. And now, here's Stephen. <laughs> What's up, podcast listeners? Welcome to the show. So real quick, this isn't going to be a full show. I was reading through the news. I found something extremely, I, I would guess I would say revealing. And this is something that I want people to see. I want people to realize exactly what kind of people we're dealing with. And as your life is getting harder because of this climate change agenda, so as your appliances get more expensive, as your appliances like your dishwashers and washing machines and water heaters aren't doing what they're supposed to do as effectively, I want you to remember a man named John Kerry. And the reason why I pick on John Kerry is he is the epitome of the hypocrisy we are dealing with when it comes to rules for thee, but not for me. And this is exactly where a green, renewable energy society is going. This is exactly what it's going to look like. It's going to be rich elites flying on private jets. It's going to be rich elites owning giant homes. It's going to be rich elites driving combustible engine cars. It's going to be rich elites emitting all the carbon while the peons, the peasants, the regular Americans that had to make all the sacrifices, we're going to be suffering. We're going to have to sacrifice all of our shit so that people like John Kerry, and not just John Kerry, but all the other rich elite climate change activists, all the climate change agenda pushers, it's going to be they get to do what they have to do because they're the rich elites. Well, they just have to do these things. And the American people have to make all the sacrifices for this climate change agenda. So first off, I want to start with a video clip. This was about four years ago where John Kerry was pulled into in front of a congressional hearing. This was during the Trump administration. And John Kerry had testified a, a few weeks before that and how we need to do more with climate change and how the Trump the Trump's climate cabinet is a kangaroo committee. You know what? Let's just go ahead and listen to that clip first. And then we're going to go on from there, all right? We're going to take down we're going to take down this climate change hypocrisy bullshit right here in about 10 minutes. Here check this out. Secretary Kerry, I want to read part of your statement back to you. Instead of convening a kangaroo court, the president might want to talk with the educated adults he once trusted to fill his top national security positions. It sounds like you're questioning the credentials of the president's advisors currently, but I don't think we should question your credentials today. Isn't it true you have a science degree from Yale? Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, political science. So how do you get My a regret. Bachelor of Arts in a science well, it's liberal arts education and degree. It's a bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. Seems right, huh? I want to ask you. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, this I, is really a serious me, happening here. You know what? 
It is. It is serious. You're calling the president's cabinet a kangaroo court. Is that serious? I'm not calling his cabinet a kangaroo court. I'm calling this committee that he's putting together a kangaroo committee. What are you saying that he doesn't have educated adults there? now? I don't know who it has yet because it's secret. Well, you said it in your testimony. Why would he have to have a secret analysis of climate change? Let me ask. Why does the president need to keep the science of it? So you don't have to listen to people like you. But it's not science. You're not quoting science. And well, you're the science expert. You got the political science degree. Look, let me ask you this. What's the consensus on parts per million of uh, CO2 in the atmosphere? About 406, 406 today. Okay, 406. Are you aware? 350 that's... being the level that scientists have said is dangerous. Listen here, Okay, folks. are you aware? 350 is dangerous. Wow. Are you aware that since mammals have walked the planet, the average has been over a thousand parts per million. Yeah, but we weren't walking the planet. It, it, it's. Um, let me just share with you that we now know that definitively, at no point during the least the past eight hundred thousand years has atmospheric CO two been as high as it is today. The it's reason happened. you chose eight hundred thousand years ago is because for two hundred million years before that, it was greater than the, than it is today. And I'm going to say for the record. Yeah, but there weren't human beings. I mean, there was a different world, folks. We didn't have 7 well, billion people. So how did it get to 2,000 parts per million if we humans weren't here? Because there were all kinds of geologic events happening on Earth which spewed did up. Did geology Earth. stop when we got on the planet? Mr. Chairman, I, I, <laughs> this is just not a serious conversation. Your, your testimony is not serious. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Way to go, Senator Massey. And the reason why I played this is this is the this is the entire climate agenda all wrapped up in a four minute video. So you notice how when John Kerry was spewing out the science, he only goes back 800,000 years. 800,000 years ago, it was at 200. And so now. We're at 350, so we're in danger zone. So now they, they're saying that we're in danger. And then the reason why they go back 800,000 years is because a million years before that, it was actually a thousand parts per million. So which means it was higher a million years ago than it is today. And yet the earth is still here. It's all still here. And so this is what they do. The reason why I played this, this is what they do. They they cherry pick science so that they can feed it to their emotional base so that these people, these climate change Zionists, these religionists can go out and, and state these, these cherry picked facts. This is why it's dangerous to have a ideology that is so destructive and damaging to our culture and society. This is, and you're giving all this power to the government. To people like John Kerry, nobody elected John Kerry to fly around the world on his private jet and talking people out of their tax dollars. John Kerry is so concerned about climate change. Then what is he doing flying a private jet around the world to combat climate change? So I got another audio clip here where John Kerry first denies owning a private jet. So here, listen to this. So uh, I just don't agree with your facts, which began with the presentation of one of the most outrageously persistent lies that I hear, 
which is this private jet. We don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. I personally have never owned a private jet. And obviously, it's pretty stupid to talk about coming in a private jet from the State Department up here. Oh, really? So explain this one to me then, John Kerry. On that issue, pollution, I understand that you came here with a private jet. Uh, is that uh, an environmental way to travel? If you offset your carbon, it's the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. Uh, I negotiated the Paris Accords uh, for the United States. I've been involved in this fight for years. I negotiated with President Xi to bring President Xi to the table so we could get Paris. And uh, I believe... The time it takes me to get somewhere, I can't sail across the ocean. I have to fly to meet with people and get things done. But what I'm doing almost full time is working to win the battle of climate change. The American people do not care that you fly around the world on a private jet pumping more CO2 into the air in one day than I will my entire life with my car. Nobody asked you to do this. Nobody elected you, dude. And so this is the hypocrisy from people like John Kerry. John Kerry is not the only one. He's just easy. The guy is too easy because he goes out there and he makes these stupid statements and he's the worst. He's a multi, multi-millionaire because of who he married. He didn't create that wealth. That's not his wealth. He married into that wealth. But that's another subject. I digress. But this guy flies around the planet on a private jet telling you that you need to be driving electric vehicles. You need to be using less electricity. You need to stop pumping so much CO2 into the air. While this guy flies around the world on his private jet and the mindset, the reason why I played that audio is the mindset of these people. It's rules for thee, but not for me. I have to fly around so that I can push this climate agenda for you. I have to do this for the greater good. And this is just a little peek into what the future will look like if this government and these climate Zionists get everything that they want. And I ask this question to myself all the time. Could you imagine if the leftists, these radical leftists got everything they wanted? If they had full power and control over everything, could you imagine what this country would look like? It would be a freaking disaster. It'd be nothing. It would look like that movie, The Frickin' Road. This is, to me, one of the most important things that we need to get to the bottom of. I'm not saying that people need to be anti-environment, okay? I think everybody wants to take care of the planet they're living on, but it's the way you go about doing it. Their mindset is just do something, do anything, and that's not, that is not going to fix it. Because what happens is, is you have douchebags like John Kerry, this lurch. You got lurch flying around the world on a private jet trying to get people together for climate change to battle this, this climate change war that they've created. And he would have been better off just making a phone call. How about that, dude? And then he gets in, he gets us into these disastrous accords like the Paris Climate Accord. Folks, what has that thing done for anybody? What does it do? I mean, it obviously doesn't do anything, and it costs billions and billions of dollars in taxpayer money. That was something Donald Trump got us out of, like from day one. He got us out of that stupid Paris Climate Accord, and then on day one, the first week, Joe Biden signs us back up. Why? It's such a freaking waste of money, man. 
And then they wonder why we're in $35, $36 trillion in debt. I assure you, our nation's debt is going to destroy this place a lot sooner than climate change. And so I'm not the only one to call out John Kerry for his hypocrisy. This was John Kerry just recently in a hearing, I think in July, and he gets called out for his hypocrisy. Here, check this out. Your family owned a plane. You flew on a plane. There- my wife, Secretary, owned, Mr. Secretary, my wife owned here's the here's the issue. Yeah, this isn't some kind of partisan gotcha. When we are asking Americans to make serious sacrifices as we transition for the common good, and your family and or yourself are flying around on private jets, that smacks of hypocrisy. It actually hurts your cause, Mr. Secretary. But I'll I'll move on. I but, but want to know sir, from a record sir, standpoint. Afford me the the right at least to set the record straight here. I do not fly on a private jet. Uh, I do I do not fly. I fly commercially. Have on you all of a my private jet since you've taken this position? Just just let me let me just finish. I have flown five times in the last two and a half years on Millair, which you also fly on, sure. and or some of you who travel fly on five times. Otherwise, all of my trips are commercial. Have airlines. you flown on a private jet in a personal or official capacity since you've taken this position? Possibly once. Oh really? Oh really? Is that is that true? Because. I thought I just heard you tell that reporter that you have to fly on a private jet around the world. I understand that you came here with a private jet. Uh, is that the, an environmental way to travel? It's the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. And uh, I believe the time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. I have to fly to meet with people and get things done. This guy is such a freaking liar, man. But this points to the greater picture. This is how these people think. This is how they operate. This is what the future looks like with these kind types of people in charge. You're going to have a bunch of John Kerry's, a bunch of rich billionaire elites producing all the carbon, flying around on their planes, sailing around on their, their super yachts. It's, it's just so hypocritical and if it was if, if if it didn't involve me or my money, then I wouldn't care what these people do. But the moment you start telling me that I can't have a certain type of air conditioner, that I can't have a type of stove, a gas stove, that I can't have a a a water heater, that I can't have a dishwasher that cleans my dishes, that I can't have a toilet that flushes that gets the job done. Like, this is the problem I have. I don't care what these people do. You want to do it? Go ahead. Just stop using my money to do it and stop telling me how to live my life. This is the future you have to look forward to. This was just something I wanted to call out real quick. It was, I'm I'm getting, I'm doing show prep for today's show. And I seen this, I was actually going to be talking about this. But I'm like, you know what? Let me get some audio together and let me just call this guy out on all his bullshit, man. So I want to give off some information here. Some here's some stats. So Carrie's family jet, and you notice how he says, I don't own a private jet. No, he doesn't personally own a private jet. His wife owns the jet. So you see how he minces the words. 
He play he beats around the bush. He says, I don't own a private jet. But no, dude, your wife does. Okay? And then he sits there and says, Oh, but I've flown Mill Air five times. And that may be true, but he's also flown private many, many times too. So you see how these people they just lie and they bend the truth and they manipulate. It's it's crazy. So Carrie's family jet, a Gulfstream GIVSP, has made a total of forty-eight trips lasting more than sixty hours and has emitted an estimated seven hundred and fifteen thousand eight hundred and eighty-six pounds or 325 metric tons of carbon since President Biden was sworn into office, according to a federal data obtained by Fox News Digital via FlightAware. The plane belongs to Flying Squirrel LLC, a charter company owned by Kerry's wife, Teresa Hines Kerry, and in which Kerry reported owning a more than $1 million stake on his most recent financial disclosure. Notice how her name was Hines. That's because he married a ketchup, the ketchup lady, Hines Ketchup. John Kerry has made none of his money. Both of his wives were super rich. And that's that's what he married into. These people are the worst. Folks, these people are the worst. These are the exact opposite of who we need to lead us to prosperity. That is the goal, is it not? Is peace and prosperity, happiness, not the goal for everybody's life? So why are we allowing people to ruin that for us? Why are we allowing people like John Kerry and Joe Biden, these people that have contributed nothing to this country, they've contributed nothing to society. They know nothing about real life. They know nothing about the struggles of being a middle-class citizen or a lower-class citizen. Nothing. They have nothing in common with us whatsoever. They don't pump their own gas. They don't buy their own groceries. Hell, they don't even drive their own cars. But these are the people that are telling us how much we're going to pay for gas. These are the people telling us what we're going to drive. These are the people that are telling us you're just going to have to deal with the high prices and groceries to fight climate change. Like this is so stupid, man, that people allow these morons, these entitled, white privileged, old geezers to run our country into the ground. So to my fellow Americans, I ask you, when you're having to use your dishwasher four times now to get one load of dishes clean because the water's not enough, when you're having to wash your clothes twice because they're not getting clean because the amount of water that you're allowed to use or that they've regulated each appliance to use now, what good is it when you're having to use everything twice as much? This is what doesn't make sense. Everything, this entire agenda is a sham. It is a scam. It is this century's biggest scam ever. And it's, it wouldn't really bother me. Like, I wouldn't care because I know who the scammers are. I know it's a scam. So you're not fooling me. But the problem is, is you're infecting, you're impacting my life now. You're using my money to do it. You're making my life harder. You're coming into my home telling me what appliances I can have and what appliances I can't have, what stoves I can have and which ones I can't. You're forcing me to do things that I don't want to do. That's what I have a problem with. And that's what everybody should have a problem with because this incrementalizing into what they want you to be. And they do it step by step by step. 
If you were going to tell me 50 years ago that the government was going to tell you how much water you can use, was going to tell you what kind of dishwasher you can have, was going to tell you what kind of stove you can have, if you told me 50 years ago that the government was going to do the opposite of bringing peace and prosperity and actually was bringing destruction and chaos and misery and heartache, I would have said you're freaking crazy. But we're seeing it right now because these are not serious people or they may be serious. But the problem is, is they're just the wrong type of people we need in there. Why do we need some rich, elite, white, old dude talking about grocery prices or talking about the prices at the gas pump? So anyways, that's all I got for this little episode. I'm probably going to cut this up. It's, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to throw this out there, so it's not going to be a full episode. I'm actually working on that right now. So, um, All right, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a good day. See you later. Thanks.